0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Designer Podcast, where we chat controversial design topics and expose the raw truth about life as a designer. Do we even need an introduction for you <laughs> at this point? Like... What's up, pitches? <laughs> <laughs> Today is full on Coach Kinsey and Coach Marissa. You can consider this an official brief collective Design Biz Academy coaching lesson. We're going to be doing some serious inner work in today's episode, but I do want to start by saying that I am an advocate for self-care. I think it's extremely important. Rest is important. Prioritizing ourselves and our health is super important. We can't be good business owners and serve our clients if we don't take care of ourselves first. That being said, self-care becomes toxic when it's used as an excuse for a lack of self-discipline. And by the way, Coach Marissa is one of the biggest advocates for self-care that I know. So having her own here is a big deal for this because I think that she's going to bring in some really valuable insight. I totally believe when it comes to self-care and work-life balance that people are constantly trying to have total balance in all these areas. And that's just something that is not necessarily possible. Like it really depends on where you're at in life and what your current priorities are. We can't always have complete balance in everything that we want to have. For example, If you're an entrepreneur, but you're also a brand new mom, your priority is probably taking care of your children and adapting to that new lifestyle right now. Or maybe you just move into a new house with your family. Getting your house situated is probably your top priority that's taking most of your time right now. You can't always have complete balance.
1: Yeah. And I think people don't realize is, is that they're not good at multitasking and every time that they say yes to something, they're saying no to something else. So it's inevitable because you only have a certain amount of time in the day. And that is the exact same amount of time that Kinsey has, exact same amount of time that I have, exact same amount of time that you, the listener has. We have the same minutes in the day. If you can't find the time to give yourself that self-care or work on your business, then you must not want it badly enough. And I know that's a very bold statement, but if you have enough time to watch a show or doom scroll on TikTok, then you have enough time to work on whatever goal.
0: What is this term doom scroll?
1: You know, like when you're (laughs) like, scroll on before, you know, an hours past. That's so true.
0: The other night I bought a movie, literally rented a movie for Gage and I to watch and we ended up literally spending like two hours scrolling on TikTok instead of watching the movie. So it's
1: definitely a thing. Me and my husband will like yell at each other. I'll be like, you're being bad. And he's like, you're being bad. Like if we catch each other on our phones, I was like, no, damn it. We are going to hang out. We're going to watch this show and like be present. And one of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm hanging out with a friend on the phone. Like I get it if you need to text back the name. you're ordering your groceries sure but like if we're hanging out I don't really care about the meme that you're about to show me
0: yeah I'm the same way except when we're filming content
1: but I feel like when we're together we're
0: really good about it because we both like know when we're filming and like what we're filming for
1: yeah that's like different as opposed to personal time
0: yeah no I'm exactly the same way I think that especially in today's age you have to set time periods where you're going to be on social media or your phone is going to be put to the side and you're solely focused on the present moment. And the same thing when it comes to actually doing work, like if you're designing, like I get 10 times more done when my phone is out of reach because then I don't look at it. I don't get distracted.
1: Right. It's, that's how these freaking things are designed. They are designed to keep you enthralled with them. And said this, and I like, love it. I can't remember which one of them it was. They said that they create more than they consume. And ever since she said that, that has been stuck in my freaking head because I only want to get on social media if it's to create something or post something and maybe consume like the couple of people that I really care about and that's it and get off. And like, ever since I did that, like my time, you know how it like tracks your time, like Mm -hmm. it's went down 50%. And I'm so proud of myself for it.
0: I also think that it's creatively draining to consume too much content. Like I think that although like, we're not making the content, it still like takes your creative energy because you're getting so inspired by all these different things. And you're getting ideas, especially as like creative people. I think that is actually sometimes a detriment to our creativity.
1: And like I save it, but I never go back and look at it, not very often to get like reinspired by it. So I've just noticed that like phone has kind of been a detriment to me quite a bit. Like, don't get me wrong. I love the internet. I love connecting with this with our students. But I got I had to set up boundaries for myself because it was overtaking my life. And I could tell that I was like getting depressed and not in a good like mindset. So ever since I've really put the brakes on that and like put boundaries up, I Getting stuff done 10 times faster. I'm way more creative and I'm like more driven because I know exactly where I need to go and I don't have like this little screen dictating what my life does. Yeah. And
0: today is like the first time in a while that I've felt like I've had space to sit down and create something I truly feel inspired by. Like I'm working on the latest brief challenge for the brief collective and. I haven't felt like making anything lately because I've just been burned out. And you know that. So,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sucks to feel burned out. And then it's like a freaking vicious cycle too, because you're like, oh, I don't want to do anything. So you just keep laying on your phone and scrolling. Sucks.
0: And then it makes it worse. Going back to the whole like priority and prioritizing your time and your energy. I just wanted to share a little bit about how that was for me when I first started my business. So when I was in college, my priority was making my business a success because obviously I wanted to graduate fully self-employed and I wanted to turn it into something that was sustainable. So it took priority over a lot of other things. Like I didn't go to college parties, like Monday through Friday, I would go to class, do homework, and then work on my business. I could even go as far to say that I sacrificed some self-care during my first year in business because I stopped going to the gym on the daily like I used to and instead put that time and energy into growing my business. But I don't regret doing that because wherever your energy goes, results follow. And that was the time period that I was at in my life where my energy, my priority needed to be my business. I wouldn't be where I'm at today had I not heavily prioritized my business over those other aspects of my life at that point in time. And now that my business is established, I'm able to start prioritizing other areas of my life again, like eating healthy, cooking, being in good shape and focusing on another business. Like I'm able to bring more of that balance back into those other areas and start prioritizing them again, because I took that time to sacrifice and put my energy into my business when I needed to do so.
1: Mm -hmm. Every time you say yes to something, you say no to something else and like i could have never started my business now after giving birth to my twins and being in my mom mode of life i couldn't even imagine like the amount of stuff that i did and hustled for i mean jumping into business ownership with having two little babies would have been crazy so i'm really thankful to myself that i Like did all of that hard work before they were here, and like set myself up for success. And like me and my husband pride ourselves on doing things in the quote unquote correct order. Like we really plan things out. We really try to set ourselves up for success. Like I would work till two a.m. all the time. I wouldn't eat dinner with my husband. I'd constantly give up time like with our friends, and like it was a hustle. Sure, it looks easy online, but like you got to think about all the that's happening behind the scenes so yeah I definitely relate to what you said in such a big way because that was my priority then and I'm so thankful for that success because now I can like reap all the benefits of it and like now it's a well-oiled machine and we're able to put time into the brief collective and that was like another kind of passion project and so I'm glad that we started that as well before my babies came along because now that I'm in mom mode are definitely my first priority. And the, the babysitter calls in sick, like I have to rearrange my day to make it work. So yeah, definitely you can't prioritize everything all at once, or you're going to burn out, you're going to crash and burn and your body's going to feel it. And your body will tell you like, hey, you need to stop.
0: I feel like the hustle that you're talking about has been kind of demonized. And like, I'm not disagreeing and saying that hustle culture can also be very toxic but there is a very real reality to it as in that's why it exists that's why it's a thing because people building up businesses have had to sacrifice and work very hard for certain periods of time to get to where they're at like I could have never ever gotten here if I devoted an equal amount of time to everything in my life at the same time like it just would not have happened I would have just got average results and people going out and building businesses are not living average lives like you have to sacrifice some things to go down the non-traditional path of entrepreneurship do you feel like hustle culture has also kind of become demonized in society or what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I think it definitely has. Like people are like, girl boss, I don't like that word or whatever. That was what freaking got me by because I had to work that hard to make it.
0: I w- was inspired by like a lot of the people that are associated with hustle culture when I started my business mm-hmm. because I related to what they were saying And going back to the girl boss thing, yeah, I don't really use that term, but I can tell you that there's a sticker on my laptop, I'm pretty sure you know this, that says girl boss, and (laughs) I regret putting that sticker on there, but um, it is what it is, a little memory. (laughs)
1: It's fine, that's like what we were into at that point, that's what got us inspired, that was the thing, it's all right.
0: That's true, that's true. So I have a question. For the person listening to this right now, when looking at your current goals, are you actually prioritizing them and putting energy in those specific areas? Or are you avoiding certain tasks surrounding your goals because of a lack of self discipline and calling it self care? Oh,
1: snap. <laughs> That question will make a lot of people angry. (laughs) If you're angry right now, that means we've triggered something in you (laughs) and you're probably not even going to listen to the rest of the podcast. That's fine. But if you are still listening, then you are our type of people and you're probably sitting there questioning yourself and you're like, "Hmm, do I actually do this? Do do I really want my goals? Do I have self-discipline? Am I masking it as self-care? Like you're questioning yourself right now. And that's what true self looks like and it feels like and it feels uncomfortable like it's not supposed to make you happy and comfortable and be like yeah this is not a podcast like that we have some of those feel free to go we have some but this is one of them and that's okay because it's challenging the way of how you're currently living Which I think is good for some of us to do. We need to be questioning ourselves. I always say like a good friend is going to tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. I don't want you to blow smoke on my butt and be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Like, no, I want you to be a real friend and tell me what I need to hear.
0: And just to give an example of that, like currently, I don't feel like going to the gym four days a week, but almost every single week I make sure that I do that because that's a goal and I need to have self-discipline. When I don't feel up to it, I ask myself, is my body seriously needing a break or am I just, quote unquote, not feeling it? Mm -hmm. And if the answer is I'm, quote unquote, not feeling it, I make myself go because I know that's a lack of self-discipline coming in. And if the answer is my body truly feels exhausted and I need a break, I don't go, and I let myself rest in the name of self-care because that's what true self-care is. Sometimes it can be really hard for us to decipher when we're actually doing something because of self-care or just simply a lack of self discipline
1: I think the the biggest thing that I got out of that is like you asking yourself the why behind a feeling that you're having. So like, am I feeling this way because I'm fearful? If so, what am I afraid of? And you got to let yourself explore that without your own self-judgment or why am I exhausted? What basic need of mine is not being met And meet the need and get out of your own way so that you can function better. Because you had to have done something to yourself or not given yourself some. But how can you fix it? And what can you do to prevent it from happening over and over and over again? Like, you can't just keep doing the exact same thing, hoping for a different result. It's never going to do you anywhere. So you got to break your own cycles.
0: Exactly. And As a design coach, I've witnessed this so many times, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, people are like, well, this isn't working or I'm not getting XYZ results and we will share advice. And sometimes that advice is implemented and they run with it. And other times that advice is implemented for like a few days and then they go back to the same thing they were doing before and they get those same results. And at the end of the day, entrepreneurship truly requires a high level of dedication, energy, and perseverance that frankly, most people do not actually have. It doesn't mean you can't prioritize your self-care, but it does mean you can't avoid doing the hard task anytime you don't feel up to it and call it self-care because that's not going to lead to success.
1: Yeah. And I can tell within the first five minutes of talking to somebody if they quote, have it or not. To me, it's just a blatant. It's just a blatant thing. It's on their face. It's painted all over the conversation and it rings true in their actions. I can tell if you have it within five minutes of time. When I'm in the conversation with someone who doesn't have it, I can't end the conversation quick enough. I'm like, get me the hell out of here. And like, I literally feel repelled like a magnet. Like I'm like, nope. <laughs> but I can feel like if you're trying to help yourself, then I want to help you. That's what I'm attracted to. And I could talk to those type of people for hours I'm attracted to their thought process their attitude and like their way of life overall and like those are my people
0: and I think such a great example of this I know she's going to be listening to this is Robin Mm -hmm. uh brands by Robin on social media for those of you that don't know she is one of our team members now and just even connecting with her through Instagram and seeing how consistent she was seeing her showing up i could tell she was a hard worker and then you know meeting her and just seeing the way that she completes the task and things that are given to her like she she has it you know and it's so nice to be able to connect with those people because it just uplifts everybody else like i'm kind of the same way as in there's a lot of people that i know who don't have quote unquote it and i can talk to them but it has to be about certain Topics like it can't be about business or about ambition or things of that nature, because then you can get into those conversations where you feel almost pulled down in a way because they don't understand or because. They will say comments, and we've talked about this before, like a lot of people have family members and friends in their life that don't understand and don't have that ambition or the belief that it's possible. And they try to like push that on you when you get onto those topics. So you have to make sure you avoid those topics with those people.
1: Yeah, if I have a conversation with somebody and I don't feel like lifted up at the end of it I like that was a waste of time I didn't need to talk to that person you can just tell the difference and I don't know exactly how to explain what it is but like yeah at the end of the day if you don't feel lifted up by that person and they just don't get it then why are you taking advice from them why are you trying to be like them like it is a proven fact a scientific fact that you become like around most so if you're around a bunch of these people who are just bringing you down who don't have the same it that we're talking about they don't have that drive then why the fuck are you spending all your time around them because they're dragging you down and keeping you from you know having your full potential and like living it and you are capable of so much more
0: I feel like you've made so much progress in that area since we first met because I
1: I would never say this like like probably what two years ago, I would never say something like that.
0: But we've been through a lot to get to like, you know, so I think things that we've gone through have kind of shifted your mindset. But also I feel like I rubbed off on you a lot and just like running a business and having you know, multiple different aspects, client projects, students, and all these different things, team members that we have to manage. It's like, you just evolve because you get put in these situations that like you wouldn't normally be in. And that's how like you learn and grow as a person. And you're so much better about setting your boundaries now. And I feel like oh, yeah. I do and it it's part of the process. Like, you have to do it because it's only going to make you better. And if you don't set those boundaries, then you're going to, again, like you said, hurt yourself.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm kind of weird. I like to do like little experiments. And so I'll be like, I don't know. This is how I proved it to myself. Cause I was like, do boundaries actually make me better? Like, do they really? And so like for one single week tracking, like how I was feeling every day, like my emotions, how much I was getting done, how motivated I was. And I was like, Holy shit. I came to the conclusion that boundaries are literally the secret to success for me because that is what helps me set my self discipline because I'm like, okay, I know that I get to be done working at five o'clock or, you know, whatever time I have set that day. And so if I work super, super hard, you can get off and you can go do what you want to do for my self-care. And it was like a reward for myself because self-care doesn't feel as good if you haven't worked for it. <laughs>
0: literally choking on my Starbucks, my morning self reward. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I think (laughs) I think that some people are born with high ambition, and some people just don't have it like some people don't have any at all. And I think figuring out where you stand on the ambition scale is a key factor in determining what life looks like for you. As in, if you're extremely self-disciplined and you have high ambition, you're probably a really good fit for entrepreneurship. But if you don't have that ambitious drive and you can't hold yourself accountable for slacking off, entrepreneurship may not be the right fit for you. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that either. I think we're all here for different purposes in this world and we can better identify what our purpose looks like by analyzing our own strengths and weaknesses. For example, one of my biggest weaknesses was always waking up early. I would do it, but I would get intense migraines. I specifically remember this in college when I would wake up early to go to class. It was awful. Like nothing would help. Not my coffee. Like I take medicine more than I should have been. And on the flip side of that, I... Always had a good work ethic and I had always been extremely ambitious. So, entrepreneurship <laughs> seemed like something that was a good fit for me because I could make my own schedule and, you know, I can wake up when it feels right for my body and I don't have to suffer through having a migraine.
1: Yeah. And like that just shows that you weren't listening to your body, like you weren't giving it what it needed. And so, you're like, it can be on the flip side where you have so much freaking to work hard, that then you're a detriment to yourself because you're not allowing yourself to rest. And so like having too much ambition can be a bad thing too because like my husband struggles with this. He loves to work out and he will work out, work out and push himself, push himself until then he's in bed for a couple of days because he's just overdone it. And it's like, it can be either side of the scale for sure. One of my biggest weaknesses, which this is super uncomfortable to talk about, but I'm glad that we're doing it. One of my biggest weaknesses is that I do too much for others. I don't know if I'm gullible or I'm an overthinker or it's like a mix of all three. I don't know. That's why entrepreneurship was a really good fit for me because I can inadvertently help others through doing what I love and using my creative skill. And so setting those boundaries in place helps me not do too much for others. Like there's still times where people are like, can I just have one little change? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Whatever. And like, If it's not a huge thing that's going to take me hours and hours, I'll just do it, you know, as a good person. Also,
0: you love to do the most for people, which is great.
1: But sometimes,
0: again, like going back to that, it can be a bad thing. You're like, let's do this. And I'm like, no, we're not doing that because it's too much work. We don't have anything left to give. Mm -hmm. So we need to compromise on that.
1: (laughs) I love to make the experience like over the top and amazing because that's memorable, but like sometimes it has like a way higher price tag that you know isn't going to make sense for what we're trying to do. So, Kinsey really keeps me balanced and in check with that because I am a dreamer through and through, and like I want it to be like Cinderella's palace up in here. But you know sometimes we can't be doing that. <laughs> um, and then like talking about the strength is that I'm always on top of things because it's my weakness. It's a gift. So like. I am super on top of things. I'm super organized down to tiny little details and like, I probably overthink things. I love managing our team and like empowering them. I pride myself on not being a micromanager. And I think one of the biggest things is getting to fully know yourself. That self-reflection, you know, that I was talking about earlier, make a freaking list. What are my biggest weaknesses? What are my biggest strengths and how can I use to propel me towards? goals, like get let a chart go write it down. And when you really get real with yourself and know your weaknesses inside and out, then whenever you're struggling, like, Oh, should I go to the gym? You already really, really know your weaknesses. So, you know, if that's your weakness talking or if you're truly like, nah, I need some self-care right now. I have really overdone it this week. Like if you get really real with yourself, that's how you can self-discipline.
0: Just to reiterate that the next time, you don't feel like doing something, exactly what you said, analyze yourself and determine if you actually need a break or if you're lacking that self-discipline that's going to steer you off track from your goals. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed this mini coaching session, you should definitely consider joining us inside DBA University where we tie emotional mindset work like this and the business of design together. I think that's something that's really, really cool about our program that is very hard to put into words, but this episode kind of summarizes it a little bit.
1: Yeah, we're teaching you how to talk on the phone to a client. We're teaching you how to set boundaries. But like at the end of the day, we're teaching you how to be in business with yourself because it's not fucking easy to be your own boss. (laughs) It is really hard and you can get yourself into some sticky situations. And so having the DBA like, university, me and Kinzie as your coaches, like our employees as well, that is the epitome of accountability right there. Because you're like, there's these other people who are doing the exact same thing as me. And I can lean on them when I need to and when I can't lean on myself. So telling people what they need to hear. And like, we don't sugarcoat things. But at the same time, like, it is the most uplifting group of women. I mean, they even coach me sometimes and repeat back some of the things that I've said to them. And Yeah, it's a really magical place on the internet. I love it.
0: And if you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, you should do that. But when you go in there, I have pinned something to the top of the Facebook group that is actually wrote by one of our alumni members. She basically wrote almost a whole letter about her experience. So if you want to see it from somebody else's perspective, I highly recommend going and reading her full test like we didn't even ask her to do this i just got on facebook and it was there and i was like oh my god this like made my day
1: (laughs) i love when they do stuff like that
0: there are currently only 10 spots left as i'm editing this podcast for our upcoming dba university semester this will be the last semester that we offer one-on-one coaching to every single one of our students so if you've been eyeing dba now is the time to take that leap and enroll with us Thanks for listening to this episode of the Unapologetic Designer Podcast. If you'd like to submit your unapologetic design opinions, head over to the link in my description to submit yours anonymously. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can follow our Instagram page or you can sign up to make a monthly donation. I'll see you in the next episode.